some think we're funny Most people don't know We're too old for this podcast Hello everyone, this is my very good buddy, Abby Barrett And this is my very good buddy, Brendan Boogie And this is We're Too Old for This Podcast Here's the concept, two best buddies, that's Abby and myself Watch buddy movies and then we compare the movie friendship to our own This week, we'll be talking about 1992's White Men Can't Jump, starring Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson. You ready to take it to the hole, Barrett? Take it to the hole sounds dirty. Well, you would say that because you have a filthy mind, whereas I was just talking in the basketball sense. Take it to the hole. Yeah, I think that's still dirty. Even in basketball, it's dirty. Well, they do. They do stick the ball up each other's poopas. What? They do. What it's, basketball are you it's, watching? It's usually in overtime, mm. like when they've when they've gone into double overtime and they okay. have to decide then like how many balls can you fit up your poop? Is that why Larry Bird's so famous? He's got a huge cornhole kid. <laughs> we're we're off to a good start. I can't believe we're going there already. Oh God, we're the worst. Why don't we introduce each other? Oh, that's a good you, idea. Those for people who don't know us, uh, even though we're, we're several episodes in, why don't we introduce each other? Yeah, we've never done that before. This is the first time we're introducing each other, right? That's not true. We do it every episode. Oh, really? Okay. This is my right. I just com- I this just is completely my first time negated you. Yeah. I completely, I, I just, I, I thought know, we were doing like a yes and, but you know. I know butted you. We, I know but. You took a shit. Dummy. You took a shit. dummy. On my hilarious comedy i did as i usually do well you go first you introduce me i'm the hot sure this is you are hot stuff this is abby barrett she's hot stuff she's a singer she's a songwriter and she's a white lady who can jump i think you can Mm. jump you're a very white lady oh yeah i agree with that part I like think. Tra- tr- like translucent, yeah. like almost almost see through. Yeah, you can kind of stick your hand through right. me, and kind of it feels cold. You. Yeah, right. But you can pull it back out, and I'm fine. Exactly. You know, I have very you large eye sockets too. You don't. You don't retain mass at all. No, you're sort of. I just yeah. float. It's it's great yeah, for uh, hopping trains. You're a human apparition. Mm-hmm. Is that all you got? That's all I got. <laughs> Brendan Boogie is my friend. He is a filmmaker. Well, thank you. Yeah, well, I'm fluffing this up a little bit. Filmmaker, <laughs> uh, director, writer. He is a uh, water tester for the city of Los Angeles. I do. I get in there with my yeah, you my love kit, it. You, your my ki- science kit, your PH kit. <laughs> and uh, he is the um, director of sales at Bennigan's. That's true. Yep. Because, well, first of all, Bennigan sells itself. It does. I mean, I mean, you walk into Bennigan's, you're, 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 you know, you know what you're in for. Irish hospitality. I, it's so it's true. <laughs> it's true. So speaking of hospitality, why don't you grace us with a hospitable Abby Barrett recap of White Men Can't Jump? Sure. We start with Billy Hoyle, who's played by Woody Harrelson, and his girlfriend Gloria, who's played by Rosie Perez. Um, and they're on the run from some mobsters who they owe money to. And Billy decides to um, head to the basketball courts on the streets of L.A. to pose as a sort of rube from the Midwest um, to sucker people into playing to playing him for money. And his first hustle is a shooting contest with Sidney Dean, who is played by Wesley Snipes. <laughs> oh, it's hard goddamn work being this good. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, oh, rabbit ears, am I starting to get to you? No, Sidney, you aren't getting to me. You're just making my eardrums hurt. 
see, the thing is, you guys look at me, you see the backwards hat, the uh, gray socks, the funky outfit, and you say, now this guy's a chump, am I right? No, a fucking geek. That's a what a look fucking like. geek. geek, exactly. Like All right? But what you don't realize is that it ain't easy. It is hard <laughs> goddamn work making something this pretty look like a chump or a geek. So I must be doing it for a reason. Well, you got me convinced, whatever the reason may be. Fact is, I missed this shot, I walk away, I'm still a chump. But you miss, and you've been beat, well, not once, but twice by a slow, white, geeky chump. <laughs> so what you what you got right there, first of all, one of the voices is uh, Kadeem Hardison. Yep. A.K.A. Dwayne Wayne from yep. a different world, if you're not familiar with his work. Original Dwayne Wayne, yep. The original Dwayne. Is there another Dwayne Wayne? I thought there was. Isn't there a, like a a celebrity? Oh, no, that's Dwayne Wade. <laughs> Speaking of basketball, Dwayne oh, yeah. Wade is a basketball player. I love that, that you mixed up Dwayne well, Wade and Dwayne you know, Wade. That's oh, close enough, I suppose. close enough, Wayne Wade. Woody Harrelson is one of my... I have this theory that there are three actors that are always good in everything. Mm-hmm. Number one is Woody Harrelson. He's never been bad at anything. Mm-hmm. Number two, John Goodman. Name one bad thing John Goodman. He may be in bad movies, but he's never bad no, in No, he's it. never bad. And, and Danny DeVito is my third. These three guys, if you got Woody Harrelson in a movie, you're gold. He's going to be good in it. That being said, what did you think of Billy, the, the character Billy? There is sort of like a gambling addiction <laughs> issue i think that like yeah i think it's a great character i think it's see i had a did you i had a hard time liking billy i had a hard time rooting for billy and i think there was this problem and you hear him do it in this clip but he does it all the time and i realize this is a personal thing is he tells people to shut up a lot Mm. and when i was growing up telling someone to shut up was like the worst thing you could say to somebody yeah. That is like the harsh, like you could, I was allowed to swear, mm-hmm. but like if you told someone to shut up, that was like brutal. Especially when he tells like, you know, Gloria to shut up and all this. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, I fucking hate this yeah. guy. This guy sucks. Yeah. Shut up. So that was. Just yeah, shut up. How, how dare you? Shut up. No, that was the how, other, how that's the you? other S word. Yeah. You know, there I was like, I, there was like shit, shut up. And I wasn't allowed to use the word sucks. We could say sucks. We could say shit. We mm. could even say fuck as long as it wasn't directed at somebody. Right. Like, like you could say, oh, my fucking toe. But if yeah. you're like, fuck you, you know, that's bad. But yeah. like, shut up was the worst because you're shutting down. In my home, we believed in open communication. <laughs> yeah. And you don't shut someone down. So I think, so I was, I think I was um, prejudiced against Billy. Yeah. I mean, I think I was like viewing it in sort of the, I mean, there's a lot of things about his relationship that aren't great. Given right. given the time, not like it was. Well, I guess it was. It's super long ago. Um, yeah, like thirty. I was years just ago. kind of like, eh, you know, having having watched a lot of these movies, it's like, okay, well, this is not the worst thing we've seen. Yeah, you have to forgive a little bit in yeah. the way women are treated if you watch an older movie. Yeah, sadly. Yeah. Or happily, because we've progressed or progressed, however you want to pronounce it. Progresso. You got some fucking soup over there. Are you uh, holding out on me? Oh, I got some soup. Um, all right. So after well, getting. After- bring the soup. Bring in the soup. <laughs> bring the soup. Bring the noise. After getting hustled by Billy, uh, Sydney, aka Wesley Snipes, proposes that they make more money together by pretending they don't know each other and then taking on unsuspecting street players. So they start with the first hustle is with this guy, Rodney, who's enormous and who's like not happy about losing and is kind of a temper. Wait, this is ridiculous, man. Look, Raymond, we are brothers, man. 
I swear to God, man, I have never seen this white boy before in my life. Sidney, you out of your mind negotiating with the guy with the blade? You got a wife and kid, man. How do you know my name? And how come he's talking about your family? What? Wait a minute. You talking about my wife and kid, and you don't know me? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Cut this motherfucker. Yo, cut that motherfucker right there. Nah, nah, fuck this. Both you motherfuckers are crazy. I'm going to my car, get my other gun, shoot everybody's ass. Raymond's a great character. <laughs> yeah, he's really great. Because <laughs> right before he needs $500 and he goes and he's like, oh, I'll be right back to get the money. And he puts a ski mask over his head. He's wearing his basketball uniform or whatever they're <laughs> called. And uh, and then goes, robs, like tries to rob the local bodega. Grabs his gun. Yeah. Tries, the guy knows him. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's so big. And then he sells him the gun. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why he has to go get his other gun. Yeah. Yeah, I could watch a whole movie with, with Raymond. I wish that people could also see the outfits from this the early 90s. Vintage 90s kind of yeah. hip-hop culture, some a lot of color. A lot, yeah, a lot, a lot of, of day glow. Yeah, yeah. It was very, like, I, I love when movies sort of capture a time like that, you yeah. know? Just, I think that's one thing this movie did really well was it, it kind of captured... A time period like the music the clothes but just sort of the the attitude yeah definitely um so they do another game a second game and billy loses all of his money including his money and, and gloria's money um and so when gloria hears what's happened um gloria realizes that sydney's hustled billy so she takes him to his house where billy confronts sydney and his friends while they're watching the laker game hey man i trusted you there are rules to hustling there's an ethics involved yeah that you wouldn't know a damn thing about I never shook anyone's hand and stabbed him in the back. Back up. Let me tell you something. The Indians shook hands with the pilgrims, and look who got fucked. Okay. Yeah, really. Pilgrims? Who you call a pilgrim, man? You, motherfucker, hey, Christopher Columbus. Turkey. Hey, hey, yo, motherfucker, I got a gun in my hand. What the fuck's wrong with you? Shoot this motherfucker. Shoot this motherfucker. Shoot this motherfucker. Fire the It's not to shoot this motherfucker right here. Oh, man. I told you some traitor, motherfucker. Pop it, James. Yeah. So they're in the middle of arguing over a gun and they all stop to watch the Laker game. Yeah, that's I like that scene. Have you ever have you ever been hustled or been attempted at hustled? Um, like in a like a game setting or No, any any setting, just be, being hustled. Yeah, well, I I wasn't the one hustled, but I did go to like the Topsfield Fair in October mm-hmm. and like you know, they have the games and and the person I was with was like paying for the game and I was watching the guy hustle him, but I, I thought that my friend knew what was happening. So I was like, Oh, I guess he's just game. And then at the end he was like, how did I just like lose $20? And I was like, you did, you didn't see what was happening. <laughs> hustle like, by a carny. I was like, I thought you knew. Wow. But, um, I don't think I've been like hustled really. I've been, I've been suckered into like, I don't know, giving money to people with like sad stories, but I don't feel like I don't feel like damn no, them, yeah. you know, like it's no, whatever. no, that's they, fine. Like, yeah, yeah no, I, I have no problem doing that. Like I, I, I got this guy on a train once that was telling me he needed money to get to his mother's funeral. Oh, yeah, totally. And I gave him like five bucks or ten bucks or whatever. And then he got off the train and this lady goes, you know, he's just going to go drink with that. And I said, good. I yeah. hope he goes and drinks. Hell with yeah. That. What, 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 what do I care what he does with my ten bucks? Right. It's not it's not and a big sh- deal. 
Right. She didn't know, you know, she was sort of like, what, I'm supposed to like decide what he does with, with the money? Right. It's not your decision. Like it was good. It was a good enough bid. I mean, if he's talking about his mother's funeral, I'm like, all right, there you go. There's 10 bucks. But she's like, I'm his man. mother and I'm still alive. <laughs> right. And then she then gave her 20 bucks yeah. to get an abortion. Oh, God. And I'm like, go. wait a minute. He's already born. He's like 50 years old. She's like, it's too late. So then I would give her another 30 for time traveling machine. <laughs> time travel machine. Go back. Get that abortion. Yeah. I was. Man, I was in it for a lot. Yeah, that that's a lot ride. of money. So they decided they're going to settle things by teaming up again to try to win this $5,000 two-on-two tournament. And when they get there, Billy starts like crazy trash talking. Are we going to get a little competition? Because if not, hey, I want to get a sweat. I got better things to do with my Saturday. You know that. And it's Chicky Babe from the fabulous farm watching this big, ugly-ass awesome yo-yo and I'm trying to Bring it on, you bad boy. Oh! Oh, oh. dictionary <laughs> dig the the mustard is off the hot dog <laughs> that was one of my favorite scenes and like i i think maybe that's i sort of forget even though it was very lengthy i sort of forgave the scenes where they were just talking shit for like minutes at a time because it was so enjoyable yeah i think i my attention span is kind of i mean we got to admit that me in movies is a little bit sometimes like well it's already a struggle for you to watch a movie which makes sense that we're doing a movie podcast with you in charge of the recap (laughs) hey man i don't make the rules i love trash talk and and like i would do you ever i always love the idea of like trash talking in non-sports situations like at work, you know, with a rival at work being like, oh, you're going to you're going to you're going to hog that copy. Oh, you call that copy. You call that collating. You call that collating, motherfucker. I don't know that I trash talked anybody at work. I mean, I've certainly trashed. I mostly trash talk my friends. You mostly trash talk me. Yes. I was on the basketball. One time I was uh, in college. I was playing basketball with kind of a pickup game and I was not very good, mm. but because I couldn't, I had bad cardio and I didn't want to run, but I was good at trash talking. Sure. And, and I remember this girl came in and I started trash talking her because back in that, in that those days, that was my idea of flirting. <laughs> yeah. Did you pull her hair too? I did not pull her hair, but I did. But she just schooled me. She just like ran all around me and embarrassed me and never talked to me again. Oh, really? So justice was served. I like doubling down on the trash talk. When it's clear that you're losing. When you're losing. <laughs> yeah. Just be completely unself-aware. Right, right. That's true. That's a good bit. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. Oh, yeah, you just I, dunked on me. You think you just won? Great. My whole thing uh, whenever I was doing anything athletic was like, yeah, well, how good a songwriter are you? Uh, you don't, you don't know rough. your way around a pre-chorus. <laughs> Let's see. You I got hooks bridge. for days. I got hooks for days. How did that work out for you? Well, you've, you've seen me. You know how it worked yeah. out. So Billy and Sydney win the tournament and the five grand. Um, but then they get into an argument that Billy starts, let's be honest, 
whether Billy can dunk and uh, Billy bets half of his half of the money that he can do it, which is very stupid. Black man wants to look good first, win second. That is the yes. most ridiculous yes. piece of philosophical bullshit I have ever heard. Look, look right over here. Right over here. There's a goal right there. Get your money, get the ball. Let's go. Quoting myself. That's absolute garbage. Tired of your shit. Yeah, I'm tired of your shit too. Talking all that crap. Bunch of crap. Why don't you just put your money where your mouth is, huh? Just need three tries. Are you sure? That's all you need? Yeah. All right, let's go. <laughs> One of us definitely not going home tonight. Ah! Man, you were almost there. Almost there, Billy. I was with you on that one. Damn. Come on, baby. You can do this. He's a sucker, man. And of course, Billy cannot dunk. Billy, Billy, Billy. Billy, Billy, Billy. Yeah. Because white men can't jump. And this is where title. I'm like, he has a pretty bad gambling problem. Right. At this point, I actually sort of found him more sympathetic because I was like, oh, right. He's really got a problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, whereas he was just being an asshole before and saying a bunch of shit. And it turns out that, oh, no, he's he's actually very self-destructive. But it's guy. a weird it's a weird it's not like he wants more money. It's it's more about proving himself. Yeah, he just has so he's just so insecure. He yeah. has to sort of uh, he can't he can't lose at anything. Well, and it's him as a in an oppressed white man. This, yeah, this is tough. the white the white privilege part of it. Was it was it was t- tough for tough for white men yeah, in the nineties, especially yeah, especially white men. So Billy goes home to Gloria and says that he's lost the money. So she leaves him and desperate to get her back. He asks Sydney for help. Um, and Sydney's friend works on the lot of um, Jeopardy. He's the security guard. Yeah. I was surprised how much Jeopardy there was in this movie. There was a lot of Jeopardy. Yeah, it really drove home the point that she knew the cues. Mm-hmm. The right. foods that start with Q. But, it, I mean, in fairness, she's very charming in that role. And, oh. You know. oh, yeah. Rosie Perez is, is uh, yeah, oh, yeah. 90s uh, Rosie Perez. Are you kidding me? 90s Rosie oh, Perez. Oh, go. <laughs> um, so she wins a lot of money, and she takes Billy back, and then she, um, only to have him... She basically gives him some money to sort of restart his life with, like, I get a job. I, I get trust a suit. in you. Here's two grand. Oh, well, so Sydney's apartment gets robbed. And so they, like, lose all their shit, he and his wife. So he's like, I need to play another game and you owe me a favor. So Billy's like, All right, sorry, Gloria. I got to play another game with Sydney. Um, and in the end, Billy and Sydney win the game, but he loses Gloria and realizes that it's time to grow up, maybe. That's true. I thought it was a very good move that. Gloria left him because if he had won, if he had won her back again, I would have been like, oh man, this this is a yeah. fucking fantasy. Good, but well, and I had seen know. the movie back when it came out on video, which is another story. In that, my friends and I rented it. I think we watched probably half an hour of it, didn't finish it, but none of us returned it, and so mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I don't know if somehow I got I was on the hook for a hundred dollars. A hundred dollar late fee to Blockbuster. Wow. I remember like my mom being so mad. <laughs> so right, I didn't the remember late fees the ending. To Blockbuster. God, a hundred bucks? Come on. Yeah, that's nineteen ninety two yeah, money. Well, too. I I got the last laugh. Second yeah, Blockbuster. You, you, well, you could you can now return it to the the pile of rubble where that Blockbuster yeah. <laughs> stands. Mike and Ike's and rubble. Yeah. Did you ever pay the hundred dollars? Yeah. Oh, look at you, good citizen. Well, I don't think I had a choice. I felt like they were like coming after me. It was like, the, what were they gonna do? They were gonna like beat me up, like the guys in the movie. Or, <laughs> you think Blockbuster <laughs> was gonna send those those brothers after you? Yeah, that's how that whole thing worked, right? 
Yeah, no, they had they blockbuster. That's the thing for those of you who don't remember. Yeah, blockbuster. If you were more than more than three weeks late, they did send hired thugs yeah. after yeah. you to return turn the movie. They were very very uh, mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so tired. <laughs> All right. So is that it? That's the whole movie. So we've recapped the movie. A very tired Abby has recapped the movie. She got through it. That's a, my best recap ever. The question is, who's got the better friendship? Billy and Sydney or Nappy Barrett? <laughs> and me. We'll find out right after this. Next. Boogie Buddies and Barrett movies award. So, Brendan, I've got some pretty exciting news. We have a new sponsor. Really? Yeah. Great. Tell me about it. Yeah, it's um, it's Abby's Crab Trap. It's just like a seafood restaurant chain. Our specialty is um, it's like a, you know when you like go out and pick strawberries and like you pick them. Yeah, yeah. So we actually have a situation where you catch them. Oh wow! So you have like a big tank of crabs that people can like pick them. No, even better. We um, basically charter a boat, and our guests can go out on the boat and catch their own crabs from the middle of the ocean. So the the restaurant customers come and you put them on a boat and send them to the middle of the ocean. Isn't that like really dangerous? I mean, yeah. I I mean, sometimes there's storms. A few people have lost, you know, maybe some limbs. But you've 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 had people at your restaurant l- lose limbs? Sure. I mean, that's only natural with a new restaurant. Abby, have there been deaths? Yeah, like four or five, but. Again, new restaurant. We're just working out the kinks. So you want people to come eat at your restaurant where they're going to be sound out on a boat. Yes. During storms. Yes. And danger and possibly lose their life. Yes. And there have been a few lawsuits, which is really why we need sponsors. This is why we need real sponsors. Please like and subscribe, rate and review, so we can get actual sponsors and get Abby out of this legal problem. Ladies night on Tuesday. Buddies are like assholes. Everyone should have one. Bringing it on back to We're Too Old for This Podcast. My name is Abby Barrett, and this is my good friend, Brendan Boogie. That was very funky the way you brought uh, no. it back. I'm mixing very it up. Very funky fresh. I funky, am funky fresh. fresh. I'm not stinky stale. <laughs> So this is the <laughs> wow. So this is the segment of the show where we compare our friendship to the movie friendship. So perhaps it will be helpful for people to know. We saw how Sydney and Billy met. Perhaps it'd be helpful for people to know how it is that Abby and Brendan met. Why don't you tell us, Abby? Or if you can stay awake long enough to do so. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, sure. Were you napping? Just I in was. That I was taking one of those naps with my eyes open. Quick narcoleptic nap. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't know this. But we met at a battle of the bands. Mm-hmm. And by bands, I don't mean bands. I mean bands. We were at a rally trying to figure out which book we wanted to ban. Right. The battle of the bands. Yep. And uh, I wanted to ban Microsoft Excel for Dummies because right. that's a terrible book. It and, is. And you wanted to, I think, I think you wanted to ban Goodnight Moon, I think it was. No, it was uh, everything you want to know about sex, but we're afraid to ask. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because you know what? Just don't ask. You just, if you want just, to know things, just keep them inside. Live in your ignorance like the rest of us. Okay. You just like feel it out when, when the occasion arises, literally? Right. No, you just don't ask. Okay. Just don't ask. Okay. Like if you, if you just don't, just don't know things. Just don't know things. That, that was my I my think that's the foundation of America. Exactly. Just don't know things. Yeah. Like, why is everyone trying to know things all the time? I know. It's so annoying. 
Just stop knowing things. Yep. Yeah, so we rallied around that. Uh, there was like a big book burning at the end. I think we shared a pint. Mm-hmm. Um, you took a leak on the fire, which was just I did. a little inappropriate, but it, it's fine. It is, but like I didn't know that you weren't supposed to do that because I don't know things. Oh, that's true. Right, right. right. Yeah. So social graces, things like that, yep. I, didn't, I just didn't, didn't know, know because yeah. I'm... I'm like, and they said, what are you doing? I said, I don't know. You're like, what is fire? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You things. kept touching it. It was so weird. I, it was weird. Yeah. I don't know what that, that, that orange licky dancey thing is. In <laughs> licky the middle dancey. Of the... Yeah. It's like <laughs> licking and dancing. It is like licking and dancing. Orange licky dancey mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. If we were on $25,000 pyramid, that orange licky dancey <laughs> thing, you'd be like, ways to describe fire. <laughs> Let's, we should go on that show. I think we, we would should. do well. Let's dig up Dick Clark and let's do it. Mm-hmm. We've been we've been looking for a reason to dig up Dick I Clark. Anyway. I've had the shovel ready for years. It's like what what possible loose kind of framework can we create that allows us to exhume the body of Dick Clark? I feel like Dick Clark's hair alone mm-hmm. is immortal. It's probably still there. It's probably yeah. still shiny as fuck. Yep. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yep. And that's how we met. And that's how we met. What you want more? You were there. I didn't know if there was more or not. Oh, that went in a strange direction. Sure did. So the first question we ask in this determining our friendship and comparing our friendship is which one of us is the Sydney and which one of us is the Billy? Yeah. What do you think? I thought long and hard about this. Mm-hmm. I bet you did. You All usually, day. You usually put a lot of preparation in this show. I guess I think that... In the end, and I, I have the right to rescind my answer. Oh, no. This is set in stone. Oh, this it is? This is a legal document. Oh, this, shit. This, this, this podcast is a legal document. Oh, crap. Um, I, I think that I would be the the Billy. Hmm. Why is that? Because I look like Woody Harrelson. You do. You look a lot like Woody <laughs> Harrelson. Exactly like them. I don't know. I think that you would be maybe more confident on the court. No, but he, hmm. yeah, I don't know. I think, on the court. yeah, I don't know. I think I'm the Billy, and I think I am because huh. there is just, for, first of all, I think I'm probably more likely to be a gambling addict than you are. Interesting. Because I do, I don't gamble very much, but when I do, I go, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I, don't yeah. Care about I, could, I, I could see, I could see going down this road, so I don't do it much okay. like I'll, like I, it's not a problem like i'll i'll you know go to a casino once every couple of years or something like that you know but i i could i see the appeal so much that i'm like oh yeah i could see losing everything doing this also i'm an aggr- i'm an aggrieved white man and i think that, yeah that's that, true that that you, you it takes one to know one i think yeah. i have to be I have to be the Billy because I am an aggrieved white man. Yes, you in are America. very. You are very oppressed. It is so hard to be a white man in America, <laughs> especially with a gambling problem. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm so. I'm being facetious, by the way. My yes. partner hates when I make that joke because she's like, "Someone might think you're serious." People <laughs> actually say that shit. And I know they really it. do. Now, in the past, we've talked about basketball on this show, and the bombshell was dropped that you were the captain of your high school basketball I team. I sure was. Tell us about, you have told the story about how you did try to score in the wrong basket once. I think probably more than once. The halftime switch is very confusing, and I don't think, I don't know why they do that. They should stop doing that. You you think it happened more than once that you that at halftime oh, you switched? You, 100%. You, 
Okay. How does it happen more than once? Because it, it's a different game. But you, I assume you were so humiliated by getting it wrong the first time you that know, that is, I mean, that is I, <laughs> branded into your brain. You know, it is branded into my brain, but it didn't. It's like, it's again, it comes back to this weird, like there's certain brain functions that I just can't wrap my head around. And, and yes, I was embarrassed, but not embarrassed enough for me to like figure out like. To do anything yeah, about it. Yeah. I was also like every time I was put in the game, I was just overwhelmed with sheer panic so so you were playing scared yeah scared and confused. did you enjoy basketball no i like did you do it i knew i wanted to do a sport or that i should do a sport for like college mm. resume gotcha um which is weird because i did a sport each season and I, in retrospect like why did i do three sports a year but but that was just sort of part of what was that's just what people did at the yeah school, that's true and yeah. that's like what was expected of you kind yeah. of at home as well yeah, so like I did soccer, basketball, and badminton, and I was very good at badminton, which right. is super weird. But yeah, you no basketball, I sucked. Right? Yeah, I was. Hmm. Still am in my heart. In your heart, you're still mm-hmm. a badminton champion. I loved basketball in middle school. Like I was way into it. And yep. if you're talking about like I was in Boston in the mid '80s. And you're talking about like Larry Bird and Kevin McHale and like it was just like that was the time to be a basketball fan. And I used to go out every day and practice and like we had a hoop in our driveway. Yeah. And I was I genuinely believe, you know, I was like, what, 11 or whatever, 11 or 12. I was like, you know, by the time I'm 18 or 19, Larry Bird will probably be retiring at that point. So I could probably take over for him (laughs) on the Celtics. Wow. And, you know. And like I was encouraged, you know, when they when they saw how much I loved basketball, like my parents, of course, were like encouraging me. Yeah, you get out there and practice and you can you can do anything you put your mind to. Sure. What position were you on basketball? I wasn't even good enough that I like had a position. Like That's the thing is that what I learned at that time is. Oh, no, I can't do anything I put my mind to because no matter how hard I worked, I just didn't wasn't athletically gifted. Right. And the people who are good at it, they work hard. Yeah. But they're also athletically gifted. And like that was sort of it took me like well into my adulthood to realize, oh, that's actually kind of wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that You can do anything. You have to start with like do. a foundation that's right. It doesn't natural. mean I sh- it doesn't mean that if you like playing basketball you and you're not a great athlete you should i mean you should still right. play basketball if you like it but like this message i'm realizing was such a white man thing that oh no the world is yours whatever you want you can have yeah. it and i think in some so when i actually got into competition i was terrible mm-hmm. even though i worked really hard at it and like i remember tryouts i'm like i'm gonna be really good and like they the other kids were just so much better than me i was relatively tall yeah but i wasn't fast i was a decent sh- decent shooter but like not good enough yeah and i'm sort of like oh my god it doesn't matter how hard you work sometimes you're just not gonna get things that you want yeah it's a good good lesson but well i think there's also sort of like the lesson of like oh you enjoy this like you should be the best at it rather than being like oh let's just enjoy it yeah enjoy it and you're good at it you're decently good at it my issue was like i could i could shoot fine it was if there was other people around me that's when you know, I'm like, not, not in the face. I'm not, not good with contact face. sports either. Yeah. I'm like, that's, a lot, of, that's a lot of touching. Elbows. That's true. You don't like touching. No, I don't. It's gross. 
But you do like trash talking. I and sure I think do. The, the thing that I liked about this movie the most was the trash talking. And you and I, boy, do we love trash talking. We do. I think that's our favorite sport. Some might say our entire relationship is like 90% trash talking. Yeah, no, I know nothing about you otherwise. Yeah, I just know things that are wrong with you. I just know things that are wrong with you. I only learn things about you so I can use them for humor later to Mm -hmm. cut you down. You know, I think it's an Irish thing. We both have come from a kind of Irish background. I think it's an Irish thing. Um, And I also think it's like, I don't know. It's just like our personalities are so much like that. That's how we show that we are comfortable with someone. Yeah, which I think in in retrospect is probably, at least growing up, got me into a lot of trouble with people who didn't come from sort of a trash-talking background where they thought I was being mean, and I was like, in retrospect, I'm like, oh, like, they didn't get that that was... Not that they were supposed to get it, but, like, I was like, oh, no, like, if I'm doing a bit with you or I'm trash-talking you, it means that, like, like, we're friends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, This is how I reach out. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's there was this uh Ashling B is this Irish comedian and she's she talked about uh how you know someone who's not Irish can't tell the difference between flirting and abuse. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's completely the correct. <laughs> but you and I especially we enjoy it well and we go hard at each other to the point where it makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I don't even know where the line is. <laughs> no, I don't th- yeah, I think we're that's I think that's our eternal goal is like is there gonna be a line here are we gonna is there there gonna is there ever gonna be a point where we cross the line with each other let's find out what's the best sort of are there any particularly good trash talking that either friends have done to you or you've done to friends that you remember being like oh that was a good one i mean abby barrett ruins christmas was like a song full of trash talking so that was pretty impressive that's true yeah yeah, which I, I think, think we've we post- talked about in the previous podcast, yeah, but we posted it on the social media. Yeah. Abby, you can look, yeah. look up the video. Look, go to We're Too Old Pod um, at, on Twitter or Facebook um, or Instagram, and you can see the video that that we made of just trash talking. Abby, I think when it comes to me and trash talking, I just say it, and then I don't know. I probably just like black out afterwards. Like I don't remember. <laughs> it's it's just like comes out of my mouth, and then I'm on to the next thing. I don't know. Do the you best- remember? The best one ever done to me is so I enjoy trash talking so much that I um, for my birthday on social media on Facebook, I had people instead of saying happy birthday, I wanted them to roast me. So we got to do a little bit of background here is I made this movie called Sundown, which is available on Amazon. Which Great you can movie. Watch. Thank you. And it's about uh, a family dealing with dementia and it's based loosely on my father who had dementia and he died of dementia. So it was my birthday, about a, a year or two after my dad died, and I made the movie, and my friend, Christine, <laughs> posted <laughs> on my birthday, I had a seance and talked to your dad, he hates your movie. <laughs> and like to me, I was sort of like, that is, to me, that shows so much love, because she showed me that she trusted the relationship enough. Yes, and she knew you s- enough. Right, that yeah. to go so far as to make fun of my movie, make fun of my dead dad, yep, yep. and knew that I would love it, and I absolutely did. It was my favorite thing, but I was just like, "Wow, that's the yeah, favorite she won. trash talk she that's won that. ever been done to me." Yeah, yeah. and I, I still I remember it with such affection, and I think that's the thing about trash talk is I look at it as such affection, and maybe it's because I'm like, "Oh, you tr- you feel close enough to me to say this stuff." Yeah. 
that, that I think that's what it's about. It feels very loving to me. It's loving, and I think it's it's the other person seeing you, you, you right. know, like recognizing like your who you are at your core of being comfortable with that. And, exactly. You know. So that was the favorite thing that ever happened to me was someone yeah. making fun of my that dead was really dad. Good. Oh, that does they remind me. Uh, a friend of mine who is Jewish, we joke about you know Jewish Catholic things, and uh, I did. This wasn't necessarily trash talking, but it was. Um, she was like, oh, what's your address? I'm sending you a, a holiday card. And I was like, as a Catholic, I was like, it better be like a picture of like Jesus bleeding on the cross with his blonde hair and blue eyes full of glory, blah, blah, blah. And she's an artist. And I got this amazing card that she hand drew and it was perfect. And it was literally like a smiling Jesus with like, like a little sparkle in his eye and like yeah. a glint in his teeth and being like, I died for your sins. It was, it was, you know, but it was one of those things she was like, I discussed it with my husband and he was like, you can't send that. Like, she's going to be so offended. And I was like, nope, I loved it. No, you will not. No, it was the best. Not. So trash talking for us is affection. Yes. And you and I trash talk better to each other than anyone else, which means we love each other more than anyone else. That's what that means. Shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. See see how it got ugly there? Yeah, it got ugly. In the movie, that first scene we heard was Billy trying to get Sydney to choke under pressure. Yes. How do you do under pressure? Are you a good under pressure person? I feel like it's like a 50-50 thing for me. If I really care about it, I'm probably going to choke. Really? Yeah, it's weird. It's not... See, I would think you're used to kind of... Because you perform and, you know, you're used to kind of being in a moment where having to be in control of a moment. Yeah, I think with music, though, there is there is an assumption that the audience is not out to get me. Like, they're, they're there to see me succeed because they've... Uh, I've been to your shows. Yeah, all right, all right. Most of the time, they're out to get well, you. Well, they've... they've purchase tickets to see i mean if they've purchased tickets to see me fail that's weird but I, I think there is an assumption that like this is a supportive audience whereas when i'm trash talking which i will do like i don't do it having any sort of like oh i know i'm good at this if i want to trash talk i'm just gonna do it but then right. you know like when uh like when push comes to shove there's definitely an opportunity to choke but it depends because sometimes i'm like you know sometimes i would play pool in college and i could do the like look up at the person and hit the ball and get it right in the pocket kind of thing. And other times yeah, I yeah. would like literally just like the cue ball would go flying. So <laughs> Which is it's, it's very, uh, yeah. I don't know. What about you? I love pressure. I like, I really, you know, if there's an opportunity to sort of, to be like, okay, I got to deliver right now. I yeah. love it. I, I get very into it. I, I have, again, I, I was raised as a white man in America. Yeah. Right. Where, and also given, had really supportive parents given this message of, yeah, you can do anything you, you. And again, I think that is good and bad. You know what I mean? Like I, the good of it is I really like pressure situations. The bad of it is of course, I'm surprised when I fail at anything. I've gotten well, a lot that's better. Interesting. At, yeah, yeah. I've gotten a lot better at failing over the years, but like, and actually look, you know, I kind of embrace failure as, as a learning mm -hmm. opportunity. But like when I'm younger, I would shy away from things more, I think, because I just wasn't used to failure. Yeah, which I don't feel, I mean, maybe I, there's, it's crazy to think too, like how much shit we were exposed to that's just sending those messages to like, you know, white boys, like you can do anything mm -hmm. and white girls, yep. like it's really important to be polite, you know, those kind of right. messages. Right, yeah, um, yeah, totally. I think that failure isn't something that I'm afraid of. Like I don't feel bad if I fail. That's something that I'm just trying mm -hmm. because it's, 
I think I think maybe there's a, some sort of like message at least growing up that like it's you know women can we're surprised women can do anything. So if you do it like, well, right. great. But if you don't like whatever, you know, you're, pl- you're playing with house money anyway. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Speaking of playing with house money, I-, I talked a little bit about gambling, but you're, you're not into gambling at all. I'm not into gambling. I think that like, I'm just not good at it. I think that's also well, like a confidence. What do you mean by not good at it? Like sometimes gambling is just picking whether a, a team is going to beat another team. You're not good at that. That's just guessing. Really. Yeah, but then I'd have to like watch the game. I don't know. Like yeah. gambling involves like also sort of giving a shit, which I just don't about certain things. Right. You know, I the kind of gambling I like is I like casino gambling where I'm like playing a game and there's a dealer there and there's other people and I'm like, and it's a moment and I'm like, oh, this is fun. I don't really gamble on sports. I don't. Yeah. What's the point of that? Like, who cares? Yeah, I think with the. I, the dealer thing, I think it's like, I just feel like, oh, I'm taking too long and now I'm being annoying to people. Oh, you're being, yes, again, you're trying to be mm-hmm. polite. Yep. Whereas I'm trying to like be like, be like, nope, this is my moment. Yeah. Well, I think that like it takes confidence to bet on something. And it's, it's funny because I found this quiz that's all about, well, it's weird. It's all about us. It's very we, spe- there's a quiz that's all, very specifically all about us. Yeah. On this show? On this show, and it's about the movie we watched and, and about different various aspects of the movie. How fortuitous. I know. Praise be Jesus. Let's take, let's take the quiz. Okay, you ready? I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. you got to answer them. I can't wait. Question one, speaking of, which sport, this is multiple choice, which sport would you feel most confident betting on me to win? A, talking smack and running away. B, professional jarts, also lawn darts, known as lawn darts. C, strip scrabble. Or D, archery. I, my first instinct would be talking trash and running away, but I, I feel like you're not a great runner. So I feel like <laughs> the, the talking trash part you'd handle, but I don't think you'd be able to get away. Mm-hmm. But I think you're very verbose, so I would go with strip scrabble. Interesting. I think you know a lot of words. Yeah, I don't feel like that helps with scrabble. It's literally the entire game is yeah, but you got to like know the weird like non words that are like two letters and have an X in them. The answer is archery. Right. I guess the I'm, answer is archery. archery. <laughs> okay, I didn't know if there was okay because <laughs> I tried it once and I was really good at it. So oh, okay, very so good. that's the answer. All right, second question. In high school, my nickname on the basketball team was A. Abby Longlegs. B. Shoot to kill. C. Bench wench. D, hoop, there she is. Or E, Harry Hoopini. I really hope it's hoop, there she is. I don't think it is, but I love the 90s shout out for that. I'm going to go shoot to kill. And you would be wrong. It was Abby Longlegs. That was too obvious. I I know, but that's the name. That's such an unimaginative name. And right, also, Abby, Abby sort of remind like re- rhymes with daddy. Do you get it? Do yeah. you get it? I do get it. It's just, I mean, oh, you fucked yeah. that up. I'm just, I'm just disappointed. You're over two. I'm not betting on you on this game. Please don't bet on me. Next question, multiple choice again. When I was on the swim team, I won the following award: A, the best looking award; B, the sloppy seconds award for always coming in second. C, the I'll do my best award, or D, the fanciest swim cap award. Hmm. 
This could, this could go a lot of different ways. So was this an award given by your teammates? Yeah, teammates and the coach. Oh, the coach was involved. Mm-hmm. So I'm, that's that to me that will rule out sloppy seconds because I don't think a coach would do that. <laughs> I hope not. I'm gonna say fanciest cap. And you would be wrong again. God damn it. It was the I'll do my best award because I lost every single swim heat match. I don't even know what you call them that I was ever in. Mm-hmm. But I did and do my best. That was jokes my best. on them. You did not do your best. I did. No, I did. But that was my best. My best was yeah. losing, Brandon. You're, you, if you didn't drown, that was a victory. That was. <laughs> I went on to be a lifeguard. You went on to not drown for the rest of your life. <laughs> I'm still here, baby. All right. Next question. Which sport would you and I do best as a duo? A, lacrosse. B, sack racing. C, tetherball. Or D, table tennis. Well, you have excellent hand-eye coordination, so I assume you would pick up the slack on table tennis, so I'll go with that one. Okay, that's good. You don't think we'd be good at sack racing, or is that too much cardio? No, that'd be too much impact on the knees and ankles. And my back, too, yeah. In your back, yeah, no, that's too high impact. I think you would have to carry the team in table tennis, though, because you're a a racket sport I feel like you would be good at that. I'm not great, but my my hand-eye coordination is okay. Okay. But you you would be the star of that team. Okay, well, any team, really, but yeah, sure. All right, next question. Do you know why women play softball instead of baseball? Oh, is that an actual question? Yeah, seriously, I don't understand why there are no um, it baseball has to do with It has to do with, with the menstrual cycle. Oh, okay. I was so confused about that. I won't explain why, because I didn't read everything you want to know about sex or afraid to ask, because right. I still want to know things. But I know it has something to do with the menstrual cycle. Mm. Okay, fair enough. I was very confused as to why women had to play softball and men I will say that there was a kind of cultural difference. I, I used to work at a college, and I would go, when I, would, when I used to run, I would kind of run around the athletic fields. Yeah. And they had the baseball game on one diamond and a softball game on another diamond and the base baseball is a very quiet game yeah where there's not much talking and and not, but softball apparently college softball both dugouts come on megan like constant yelling in support for the yeah. entire time in support i was like this is supposed to be a quiet game yeah so it's a very weird social difference yep. i noticed i mean softball like the way they pitch is insane it's amazing yeah it's crazy but i just never i was like are like women because they during World War II they actually were playing baseball. So I don't understand how you just watched a league of their own. That don't is a documentary you did research. That is a documentary starring Gina Davis and Madonna. Gina Davis in the nine? Are you kidding me? Oh my god! Gina Davis in the nineties. <laughs> Sorry, there we go. That's the end of the quiz. That's the quiz. That's the quiz. So, so what did we learn? Nothing. Great. We're not supposed to learn anything. I don't think that's true at all. I think we're supposed to determine who has a better friendship, <laughs> oh, right. Sydney or Billy or Abby or Brendan. So we're going to come up with a goddamn verdict. Shut up. And that goddamn verdict Shut up. is coming up next. It's coming up next. Why am I yelling? I don't know. Bud Plugs. It's Bud Plugs, where Abby and I plug our shit 
Live music is back, everybody. Hooray! And Abby Barrett and her band are playing Friday, February 25th at Toad in Cambridge. Toad is a fantastic small venue. It's so intimate that you could reach out and touch Abby, but please do not touch Abby. She does not like to be touched. That is Friday, February 25th at Toad in Cambridge. Abby Barrett and her amazing live band, the first live music they've played in a very, very, very long time. So we hope you're there. And this has been Bud Plugs. Buddies and stuff. And welcome back. Bring it back, I'm, Brendan. <laughs> I'm not going to yell anymore because Abby is the yeller, apparently. Welcome back. So this is the segment of the show where we determine, we come up with our verdict of who has the better friendship. Billy and Sydney from White Men Can't Jump. Or Abby and Brendan from White People Have a Podcast. <laughs> yep. A new movie. Starring white where people. Starring white people. <laughs> talking about shit. Yep. What do you think? Do you want to go first? I'll go first. I know the answer. Please do. Um, I believe that we are tied. I'm, I'm putting a tie! Up, another tie. Another tie. Yep. Wow. I'll tell t- me why. I will tell you why. Um, I think that they start off talking smack and butting heads but in the end they really kind of come to understand each other and um they support each other i mean at the end wesley snipes gives woody harrelson a job at his own company you know like Mm -hmm. there's a trust there that's really that despite their trash talk and their differences and their insecurities um they understand each other so you're going with a tie aka The cowardly way out. Oh, here we go. Or, you know what? I'm changing it to they're better friends because <laughs> okay. of what you just said. Why? Well, just gonna call it just a little trash talk and you already you already out. turned on me? I'm out. All right. I'm very wow. sensitive. You are very sensitive. Mm-hmm. So I disagree. I think we have the better friendship. I, I think it's close. I do think that we do have a lot of things in common with this friendship. I think it started with talking shit to each other just like they did. Yep. And it does at times, they do count on each other at times at different points in the movie. But I think at the end of the day, the reason I think we have the better friendship is as their sort of dramatic arc happens, clearly Billy is the needier, is a bigger mess. His life is a way bigger mess. And I think it becomes that Sydney has to rescue Billy. He likes him. He cares about him. But at the end of the day, Sydney's the one with his shit together more. It wasn't Sydney's fault that their apartment got robbed. He didn't lose their That's money. That's true. Very true. Right? Whereas I think Billy is so flawed that it's going to constantly be Sydney taking care of Billy. Yeah, and I true. think you and I are better in the sense that we don't have that. We don't have to take care of each other in that way. We do like talking shit to each other. Correct. But I also trust you to handle your business. And you trust me to handle my business. And I'm going to keep saying business. I'm going to keep saying business because it's the 90s. And you're a white male. (laughs) And and I'm a white male. And I'm going to handle my business. Oh, God. So I think that we have the better friendship Hmm. than Sydney and Billy. Final verdict. Final verdict. So we disagree on this one. As we disagree on so many things. Yes. I hate you. But... Wow, you that is that's my got, trash talk. It's because yeah, I hate. I you. choked. I choked. I was like, I gotta he trash choked. talk this guy, was, and then I choked. He's really clever. I'll choke but you. but it so that's the verdict. But it really does raise the question: What if we were Sydney and Billy? Bird and book 
Your mother is so slow, it takes her two hours to watch 60 Minutes. Oh yeah? Your mother is so poor that I saw her kicking a can down the street. I said, what you doing, bitch? She said, moving. Your mother is so stupid, when I told her to put gas in the tank, she farted in the aquarium. Come on, come on. Let's get off mother's. I just got off yours. Oh! Your mother is so unsatisfied in her marriage that she's been looking for a change for a long time. That's kind of a weird one. Okay, okay. Your mother is so old, her social security number is 12. Your mother loves you so much that she's afraid to tell you that she's moved on and found someone else. I, I don't get that one. Your mother is so amazing that I just can't help but smile anytime she walks into a room. Abby, are you dating my mother? Look, I'm not trying to replace your dad. I just think of me as your mother's special friend who stops by the house on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 2 to 2.15. How can you do this? Look, look, your mother and I love you very much, but I think it's about time for you to move out. I kind of want to turn your room into a knife throwing range. Not my room, Abby! You know what? This bit is getting really weird, even for our show. Yeah, it's kind of gross. You want to just stop it here without a funny, clever ending? Yeah, let's do it. See you next week, everybody! Bye! Your mother's love makes my heart so full. Hey, buddies, if you like what you hear, please follow us at We're Too Old Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, Friendster. I think our GeoCities is probably still up and running. If you have an idea for a movie you'd like us to talk about, or if you're a sponsor that wants to offer us some of that sweet, sweet podcast money, email us at we'retooldpod at gmail.com or just look out the window because Abby and I are out there. We're watching you right now. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks, buddies.